0: I'm Justin Kohler. I am here on the Red Couch for the Red Couch podcast. Uh, I'm here with the brand new FSU student president-elect, Stefan Sadia. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Uh, how's, how's your how's your morning been? I know it's it's kind of not not early, but early enough today. Uh, it's okay, but um, yeah, the weather could have been better. Yeah, you can definitely say that. I'm definitely ready for, for ready. spring. For spring. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like kind of a mild winter to get started. Now it's kind of
1: really starting to dump it on yeah, us. A little it was, late. It was late, yeah. I came here last year and uh, it was much worse <laughs> but <laughs> this this time it's okay it was late but yeah, it's,
0: yeah yeah I'm I'm used to winter some of my family's uh, from up north kind of Thunder Bay region and they have it they have it pretty bad but it's it's a different kind of cold than we have it down here okay um so just different all around um so you've had a little bit of time to kind of like collect yourself sort of debrief from the the elections last yeah. week uh, how are you, how are you feeling now that you've had a bit of
1: time to process things um you know it's settling in so yeah the initially the first first day and the, the next day was so it's still a shock uh because i i think like because the reason was like everyone except me uh knew that i would win because i was really stressed about it because you know we had like the most amount of candidates ever so uh i thought it was going to be like a close battle and everyone was campaigning really well so um it was really stressful so i I wanted to win, but at the same time, I was like, I was not that sure. Uh, a lot of the reasons, but like we'll talk about it. But yeah, so, but it was a surprise. So it was quite a shock. And, but yeah, now no, it's settling in and, you know, slowly getting ready to, you know, take the next step. And so, yeah.
0: And yeah, I, I, I wasn't the one doing a lot of the coverage for the FSU elections, but I went and stopped in to listen to some of the speeches the one day and I yeah like you said I was shocked by just how many candidates there were in general for it yeah and it it threw me off threw me off guard I was like ah is this the audience oh no these are the people (laughs) running wow oh man um so one one thing that a lot of people don't super know about when it comes to the elections is just when the kind of campaigning when the actual prep work starts Mm. people um who are involved when did you kind of get started
1: with everything um okay so I decided that I wanted to run maybe four months back, uh, I think, four or five months back. So it was like the first time I told someone that I was like going to run. So the first person that I actually went and told was Paula, like our student life coordinator for the events. Uh, The only reason is because I started here in the Red Squad and she was my like the first person I knew here in FSU. Uh, So like, and she took really good care of our Red Squad. So it was like, she was the first person I wanted to tell it to. So it was during our open house, actually, the last one that we had. So I went and told her that I was going to run. At that point, there was just two people who wanted to run. So it was me, and then there was, the, there was another person. So that was the only two people I knew like, who wanted to run for president. Nobody else knew about the election. Nobody was thinking about it. But um, the thing is that uh, it's an election, right? And people have to vote. It's not an interview. So you got to get your name out there and make sure that people know you. At, at least know you. Not that you, know, like, you got to know, let them know that you're running for president, but at least know you and make sure that yeah, um, like everyone knows what you're doing, that you're involved and stuff. So I kind of started like uh, of that, and my job helped with me that too, because I'm a, I'm an event an ambassador and like being with the Red Squad volunteering. So I was always here uh, around with the events and stuff. So uh, a lot of people came to know about me and like. I get to meet a lot of people and talk to them and get to hear their problems and things because, you know, you're the kind of point of contact for them because they know that you're in the FSU, even if you're not in a position of power or like decision-making, they still know, okay, he's part of the FSU, like, let me approach him with my questions. So that kind of helped with the preparation because, you know, I get to hear the issues, so I know what, what's happening and what's, what's the, what I need to work with. At the same time, I get to meet people and let them know, hey, you know, I'm here and
0: yeah, yeah, and I yeah. There's kind of there's a difference between just kind of like putting the posters up, spreading awareness that way, and then actually being kind of recognizable hmm. by the people that you're you're running for. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, that's a, that's a huge difference. Um. And so, what what are some of the things that actually go into the the election? I think a lot of people, like I said, just see the posters. They just see that sort of end of a of a college election. Yeah. What all yeah. goes into it?
1: Um. Okay. So the ideal way i would say is because i the one thing that i like regardless of the outcome now i know what needs to be done to make someone else win or like help them win because i know like what to do what not to do what's gonna help what's not gonna help because it's it's been really insightful campaigning in front of the people um and that's one of the most important things like you really have to go out there and talk to people like in person okay you cannot sit back and have someone else do it for you um, you really have to go out there, right? So that's step one is actually going to people and talking to them, right? That's your first step. Like anyone who ever wants to be like a president or anything like that, you know, you wanna be in a position of decision-making power influence, first thing is go out to the people, talk to them and learn their life, right? Because for me, the maximum, maybe one, two, three angles I can look at something. But if I want to know some somebody else's life and different, like to stand in someone else's shoes to say, um, I really had a good talk to them, and I want to know, like, hey, what's you? What are you facing? There may be different program, different country, different lifestyle. You know, what what are your issues in financial, Like, what are you facing? So just go out there, talk to people, know what's happening in their lives, uh, get a comprehensive outlook on things. Uh, that's the first step. The first step is like get to know. Then you start thinking, okay, what are the solutions? What can be done? Like, just consult with the people who are already uh, in in the position of uh, power, and then ask them, hey. Can this be done? Like, uh, like get to know like what ha- what can be done, what cannot be done, then base your solutions on that. Um, then outline everything and to, like then decide okay, what do you want to focus on, and then you know kind of build your way up, and then finally you've got a plan. Like okay, these are the things I'm focusing on. These are the issues the students are facing. This can be done. This cannot be done, and then base your campaign on that and like, decide what you want to tell the people. Yeah, no, that's that's spectacular. And you mentioned that kind of. Uh, like
0: relationship, sort of. Le- now that you've gone through the process, you are can kind of explain it to the the next group that yeah. ends up running for it. That being said, how's your relationship with the the current acting FSU president?
1: It's good. Um. uh I never ex- was never thought I would be friends uh, like with him or like you know get to t- talk to him on a regular basis. But um, getting involved with the Red Squad and the FSU team really helped build that connection. And you know, it was. Uh, I would say, you know, you're nervous like when the first time you meet someone in power, and then, but you know, he's actually a good person, so and I'm glad that you know I could build that rapport with him. Um, yeah, so it's been nice, you know, he's been helpful and stuff, so it's yeah, that's it's good to have a president like that, so I'm happy that I could have a good relationship with him. any Any big uh
0: pieces of advice or, or things that they've helped you with along the way, or now that you're uh the uh,
1: president elect now? Well, he's. He did the one thing that is like, same thing, right? I, what I learned is like, just go out and talk to the people. So mm-hmm. for me, I'll tell you. Uh, so I was not a coordinator or anything like that. It's just, just been a, like an even ambassador job, right? So um, not really access to a lot of things. So it's kind of like very new to me, like to want to be president. Like it's it's a really big jump as far as I'm, I'm concerned. So for me, the question was like, if I'm not a director or a coordinator or like anybody in, in that kind of positions, like, how do I like? How do I reach that? Like, like, how do I present myself to the people so that they can, they can, they can put their faith on me? Because, uh, like, I'm, I'm the guy in the events, right? So, like, you know, how, like, uh, like, w- w- how can you be a president? So it's like, so one thing that he did say that was like, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, it's a new job, it's a new responsibility. No one's prepared for it. Like, you get trained for it. You, as the time goes, like, you learn. The initial step is just going out there and like talking to people. It's the same. It's, it's at the end of the day that's what it comes down to okay because i'll tell you an incident that happened so when i was campaigning and i was talking to a group of people and some other people were campaigning too and when i went to the people and i talked to them and i explained them like hey i'm running in the elections this is my uh, position that i'm running for and let me explain why you should vote for me and i actually gave them my pitch right um so after that they said it's good that you're talking to us because a lot of the people they just come and tell us to vote for this person they don't really tell us why they should vote and i take really great pride in this thing that i I put my relationship with with the people first because i don't want to be the guy who just say hey you know vote for me you know like you've seen me like you know that's not the reason like i want to build a relationship first and then give them the reason to vote for me because otherwise it's a big campus okay like there's no chance you're gonna know everyone okay so just going up there and like hey you know vote for this person why you know why why like you i have to talk to them and that that really helped me i'm thinking like it really put me ahead of the competition because once I saw the numbers i realized that okay like i knew like okay this really had an impact like going out there talking because i've had some other campus people telling like why should we would? we don't know some of the can we don't know like they had the candidates like they never came and like talked to them right so i realized okay so it's, it's an issue like if you don't go to talk to them just their friends telling them is not enough right like i really have to go and i did go so that's important like just going out there talking to people get the relationship good you know
0: well, and I think people undersell just how big Fanshawe College actually is. Mm. Uh, I was looking at numbers and yeah, I think Fanshawe is around 20,000 students yeah. right now. full whole time. Um, so yeah, if you if you end up just being that person who who runs an election, just kind of hands out pamphlets, just puts their name on the wall, it is it is really tougher, e- easier said than done to actually stand out amongst the crowd. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, that's super, super impressive. Is there any, any big things that you've learned from the students um, that you've been talking to already so far?
1: Yeah, uh, that the a lot of them don't give a shit about the FSU. <laughs> Uh It's uh it's it, that's why I said that it was insightful, right? Because uh, it, it, the last two days of campaigning in Maine, I uh, know the the previous last day I was at South campaigning, but the, the the two days before that I was here at Maine in the morning, then I was running back to class. But uh, the thing is that um, a lot of the people uh, didn't know that there was elections even with the poster it's really surprised like it just it just covered up everything like every wall it's like posters and posters but still people were not aware and then they were not aware of how they were gonna vote or like who they should vote for why they should i had people questioning me um uh why what's benefiting for you i'm like uh i'll get to be the president and then do stuff for you so he's like okay yeah so i'm like no see the idea is that i get to do it for the students the benefit is mainly for you sure i get paid and everything like that but that's my focus is different like it's for the students right um but they didn't seem to really care they were like it's more like oh you're running it running for yourself like what's in it for us and they didn't even give me a chance to like explain to them so and then i've had people like who were laughing in my face as i was giving them so it was like uh, it, it was I, I really wanted like more time to campaign but at the end of the day I thought like you know it's better maybe if I had more time I would have been even more discouraged <laughs> uh, bit, but uh, but at the same time I've had students who actually asked me like why should we vote for you explain to us like what are you going to do mm-hmm. I was happy to explain to them I had people who were like readily on board with the ideas and were like yeah we'll tell our friends too so there's both there's both sides um, I think that um, we're really lacking in the way awareness part because we don't really actually go to the people. Um, Once you're in this position of power and you're kind of disconnected with the actual ground level work with the people. So the thing is that I want to improve like the way that we go to the people, right? It's it's not about just telling people about the FSU. Like, okay, you talk about the FSU, like some other campuses, like you talk about the FSU. I'm like, okay, but I've never seen these guys here. Even in my campus, I was so scared to campaign in my campus because uh, the only kind of event that we have at mine is like we have pizza parties or like uh, breakfast or something like that, right? Um, Other than that, we never see the FSU people, the executive team, nobody comes there. Like they don't know. There are like a lot of issues, like parking being one of the big ones, but the FSU doesn't handle it, even though. But when I went there, I was grilled by the people in my campus. And I liked. The thing is that I know the space limitation and the things that we cannot do there. So I don't. Really, I didn't really have something to do with them. And I asked about the parking too, and we don't deal with it. So it's not something that I can tell them that, hey, I'm going to get it fixed because it's not like a switch I can on and off. I, I still have, a, there's a lot more to, that goes into it to change it. So I didn't really want to present that. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get the parking solid and then like that. But that's a big issue there. So it was so hard to like uh, give them my pitch and like trying to convince them to vote for me. Um, so th- that's kind of thing, right? If the FSU had already been involved in the, in my campus and they came there and asked the students and listened to them, they would know that, okay, these people care. They've been here. Like we've talked to them. We know what the FSU is and stuff like that. Uh, so it would have made it easier for the candidates to campaign, like such as myself. Um, so I'm going to change that. So that's one thing that I, I'm going to go with my team to the campus and actually talk to them and not just be here and, you know, sit about everything and just like, you know, let it come to us. No, that's, uh, I think telling is not enough you actually have to show that you care that's the step one to like make them actually know about us and like actually make them aware like hey there are people who want to do good for the students and like we want you to get involved and help us do it for you so yeah just spectacular to hear um yeah you hit the nail kind of on the
0: head any times that i've talked to people regarding the fsu election so far have asked either like what's the importance or what do they even do kind of a thing and there's there's that kind of disconnect between a lot of the people at, in the college actually just knowing what you'll be doing on a regular basis so can you briefly explain what that'll kind of entail for you
1: uh like what my duties yeah you know, exactly like, yeah um so the, the the like for anybody who becomes president it's uh you have uh, the third party relationships, organization relationship with the FSU. Then you're in charge of your team and the work schedules, like your coordinator, the three coordinates below you. And then you have your negotiation about the fees with the general manager. You have your negotiation with the LTC bus pass, with the LTC and stuff like that. So that's the general kind of things that we do. And obviously inside financial bringing the student issues to the college and sitting on the committees and talking about it and advocating for student issues. Um, the rest is just what you want to do, like whatever the next the president wants to do, and then working on those plans. Like, what are the like what's something new that everyone has to bring to the table? So yeah, gen- that's kind of just the brief, uh, the stuff that uh, that happens. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and I think it's a lot of things that people just default
0: don't super think about, and I think a, a lot of the issues that I've talked to people where they they bring up, um, like they'll talk about like stuff like food prices or like parking numbers, and I'm like, it's not. It's not super. You can't kind of like pin a an, a president on those sorts of things where they don't really have the control to be yeah that in the first yeah. place. Um, but so that's that's great to hear some of the things that you actually do have power over, um, which is I think super helpful to some of the people listening and watching as well. Um, and so I know the whole election process can be a whole ordeal, and I know some people handle it better than others. Uh, is there a particular part of the process, of the elections, that you
1: loved more than you thought that you actually would going in? Um. Hmm. Uh no. I think the camp, the t- campaigning and talking to people is both like the m- most uh, tough part, and it's a thing that I love doing also. Because see, it's it's two emotions, right? One, like when you meet people that you you feel that that don't re- like you know, it's just, like laughing in your face, right? You feel yeah. kind of discouraged. Um, it gives you two options. Like, it's say like, uh, it's either you can get frustrated at the thing, or you could like, okay okay now I understand why there's a lack of awareness involvement okay now I know okay we need to fix this that's kind of the insight that you get at the same time when you go and talk to people who are like really supportive and like really on board with the ideas that gives you more energy and like gives you more faith okay this is going good like the campaign is going good they're on board with the ideas it just pushes you for like more to like go out there and like talk to people um and then like just working with your team so the thing is that the so this is one of the stupid rules right uh like, uh, there's a lot of rules that staff can help with the thing. Like, if there's a lot of student staff that we have in FSU, me being one of them. And I brought a lot of my friends into the Red Squad and, like, the people I know who work with me who would actually go out and campaign on behalf me. Everyone is part of the FSU. And because of the rules, they couldn't do it. They were, like, not allowed to, like, do it on social media, in person. Like, there was a lot of restrictions. So I lost a lot of, like, uh, good team members because of that rule. Um... I mean, I get it why the rule is there is staff, they could use their position to influence and stuff like that. But at the same time, like I'm being penalized for bringing people into the FSU, like that's kind of the general goal, right? Um, So it was disappointing. But at the same time, I had people, other people who could help me and they were campaigning on behalf of me, telling their friends, like supporting me. And it was so fun to like see that there are people who actually support you, like, right? They really, really believe in you. Uh, And that's you need that. You need that. Right. Uh, Like you could be the most unknown candidate in in the campus at the same time if you have a few people who are, you know, with you, like shouting your name and like just going out there and telling people and inspiring them to like vote and get take part. And that's yeah, that's been really wonderful for me. And, you know, that's the most fun part. Yeah.
0: And then on the other hand, kind of vice versa, was there one part of the whole process that was almost just worse than you were expecting? You just kind of dreaded throughout the whole thing?
1: yeah so we had a meeting with the election officer before everything went down so it was just a meeting with all the candidates going over the rules and stuff what you can do and not do and so it was such a surreal moment right you'd see the inside the boardroom or the meeting room that we have here and just the completely the tape the chairs are filled and you have people standing on the side too like and it that was like a big thing right so many people running um and he's, he did say that, hey, guys, you know, like, you know, it's, it's a honor-based system. So, you know, be nice to everyone and, like, uh, conduct your campaign fairly and stuff like that. Um, I knew right then and there that was not going to be the case. Uh, I would like to think so that it's, it, you know, people would be fair and, like, uh, good with everyone. But you have so initially 11 people and then then three backed out, so eight people. So when you have a lot of candidates... In a real world, it's 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 not ideal to think that it's gonna be fair and that mm-hmm. people are gonna be nice, okay? I, I would like to think so, right? Because at the end of the day what we do is for the students. Everything will be anyone intends to do is for the students. Um, but unfortunately that was not the case. I had a lot of obstacles and um people trying to stop me from campaigning and like interfere with the campaign. Um, it was not good. Uh, you know, with the other candidates, so like I got a lot of warning emails and stuff like that, so it's it's been a really messy election. To be fair, um, we did plan on like sitting with the election officer and going over feedback and stuff, so I would how we can make it better for the next time, right? Because obviously, I'm expecting more candidates to next time because since we've seen such right uh, such a big number this time, so really they weren't expecting a lot of people, and it was uh, their first time handling a lot of candidates and the things that goes on when you have a lot of people doing this. So I think it's good that if if we have a uh, chat with the election officer and the general manager and see how we can refine things uh, so that it's much more smoother the next time and less issues and complaints. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's been, there's been a lot of obstacles. So, you know, that's a, that was the one, one part I was like, dumb, not happy about. Mm. Um, but other than that, yeah, it's been good. But that's just, uh, yeah.
0: Awesome. And oftentimes that's kind of how new ground can be broken, especially for if they end up doing like different changes to evolve the election process for the college as a whole. Being the ones to kind of go through it, yeah. sometimes not
1: the best, but, but to kind of potentially be that change in the future, that's super, super important. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you 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 have to talk to the people who have actually gone through it. You can't just sit down and write, write rules just for the heck of it. You just ask us like, you no, know, we've gone through it. So we definitely know like what what's what can be done better to improve so yeah I really hope we can do it so yeah it's better for the next people Awesome and so we're just about to wrap up
0: but I'm going to do one quick thing for you um one uh, one so a few weeks ago when I hosted the podcast uh talking with with Ben who's behind the camera now mm-hmm. Uh, I ended off on this little kind of lightning round thing of just quick little questions. Super easy. Nothing to worry about. Just so that, just to help kind of some of the people listening, some of the people watching to kind of know you a little bit better. Yeah. Um, Nothing too major. Um, But if you can, just say the first thing that pops into your head. Okay. um, Just to really emphasize the lightning round kind ofness of it. Yeah. Uh, What's your favorite food? Shawarma. Shawarma. Oh, great. Great pick. I only got really, really introduced to shawarma probably a year or two ago and it I'm super addicted to it. I grew up in Saudi Arabia, <laughs> so I've been eating it my whole life. So,
1: yeah, <laughs> the best.
0: Any any shawarma places in in London that you've seen so far that have really really good shawarma? Shawarma sure, guys, yeah, sure, my guys, yeah. Good. To, I'm gonna yeah. write that down. Write that down. Do you have a favorite music? Uh, dubstep. Dubstep. Any in particular? Skrillex mainly. Yeah, Skrillex. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, this is a tough one for me in particular. Favorite movie? Oh yeah. Um, I would say Ivan Almighty. Like yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's not that's a pick that I don't hear very often. So that's kind of cool. Um do you prefer summer or winter? Summer. Summer. I'm in the same boat. I'm a, I'm a summer child, so I super understand. Hey. That. Uh do you prefer uh the city or the country? City. City. Like yeah. the the kind of the the hustle and bustle of it. Yeah. City. I grew up in the city, so, you know. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> uh and coffee or tea? Coffee. Coffee. Yep. I would Big take fan. <laughs> I would take either. I drink more coffee, but I think I almost prefer tea sometimes. Just oh. different flavors and all that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite sport? Fo- soccer. Soccer. Yeah. I call
1: it football, so don't. I almost oh, heard good. You say That's football. good. I call it. Football. I want to say football, but <laughs> I hate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll
0: call. I'll call what most people call football, American football, is how I will usually refer to it. Uh, but no, so I, uh, I, I no I football. Do yeah. It, <laughs> um, do you have a uh, favorite
1: hobby? Uh, well, like right now, like it's it's photography photography yeah okay I do it here at the fsu2 and then yeah that's what i do yeah once you get started in photography
0: it's really hard to stop i find i'll i'll bring my camera have my phone ready to whip out on a moment's yeah. notice when i go out so that's awesome uh and favorite celebrity oh favorite celebrity um Rukh Khan. Oh, okay awesome Super yeah cool and that's all i've pretty much got so it was a, a pleasure to talk with same you. same, mm-hmm. same. best of luck when you actually sort of i guess come into power if that's the way to put it (laughs) Um, and yes that's it for this episode of the red couch podcast uh you can listen to it anywhere that podcast can be heard spotify apple music all that sort of thing uh if you wanted to read our current issue uh it's out on shelves now and our next one comes out next friday and yeah thank you very much for listening and thank you very much for watching